Yeah. 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 We back again. We finna win. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. We ain't in. We back again. We back again. I told her she my mama, not my friend. We back again. We back again. I used to think me and Angel was some kin. We back again. We back again. And I'm finna ride this thing on out. Say, hey, hey, little mama. Hey, hey, little daddy. Hey, hey, hey. Mama, we pulled our caddy. Hey, low, low. Let's go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Honey, spokes. Flipping and ripping and rapping and rapping and slapping and clapping and happening. Hey, yo. Keep it Taylor Park. <laughs> Keep it Taylor, keep it Taylor podcast yeah, yeah, episode yeah, yeah. six, y'all. We in the building, we in the building. I got Angel to my right, Angel, Angel T, and to my left, I got Mama Felicia, Mama Felicia, y'all. Mama Felicia, <laughs> yes, that's my mama, and she in the building sipping on some fine wine, looking like she's 29. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, maybe a one nine, maybe a one five in the house. <laughs> I do. Yo, yo, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Y'all might have a relationship with y'all mama. Y'all mama might be 40 years older than y'all. I ain't got that kind of 40 year old relationship. Old, you know, relationship with my mama. 40 year Listen. old, old relationship. Yeah, because <laughs> some people mama the age of my grandma. You know what I'm saying? There ain't nothing wrong with that. But y'all brought up, y'all got hit with switches and all that kind of stuff. I ain't getting that. My mama was playing cards and stuff, eating crabs <laughs> and every Friday. She had young friends, her girl, her home girls. They used to let they all the girls, you know, they daughters and stuff come in the room, and we just big kids and wild or not. You know, we my mama probably was twenty one when that was happening. But my mama here today, she only I ain't gonna tell y'all her age, but <laughs> I'm gonna say that. I'm 46. Yeah, she 46. Don't she sound young, y'all? She sounds so good. I didn't even know she was 46. Ooh, oh, I'm 31. Yeah, so yeah. she 46. Say, <laughs> wait, I'm 31. Wait, wait. Yeah, that's how it go. <laughs> hey, y'all, look, look. My mama had an apartment when she was 17. So she was. But I'm going to say this. It wasn't like, oh, it's free. It's okay. Do what you want to do. No, because my mama was, when she was like, a, a um, deep down Christian, we couldn't do nothing. <laughs> I had to hide every Lil Wayne CD. It was my friends had my CDs, y'all. Next door, and then I couldn't bring them in the house because I guess it was secular music or whatever secular. they used to call it. Then yeah, had a Negro in the church three days a week. Yeah, I used to look at the drummer like, man, I want to be a drummer, but I ain't never said man. <laughs> The drama always was the preacher son though. I couldn't buck him. He had to work for his dad to get the check too. But she was all in the church and stuff. That's the only time. But we used to be praying. Mama just say one Sunday we ain't going to church just so I know I could bring Tupac back in the house. <laughs> I, that's how young my mama is. When Tupac died, we was in the living room. My mama felt that. We was, that's how young my mama is, y'all. She she was rocking with Tupac. That was my baby daddy. Yeah, ninety six. <laughs> yeah, it was her baby daddy. I wish he was. I couldn't stand her real baby daddy, aka my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't stand that. So yeah, I I really ain't no no no. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all it's it's the summertime. Oh yes. So yeah. we gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna slightly interview my mama in here, and then hey, I think I think one time I think I was. 17, I had ran away because my mama said she was going to sit me off. <laughs> I bolted up on her. Hey, let me tell you how I plotted the runaway, though. We had two doors. 
One in the front, one in the back. We had a mansion apartment in the projects. <laughs> Four bedroom, two bath, <laughs> washer and dryer. Still had rats though. <laughs> <laughs> so my my mama, baby, daddy, aka my daddy, he go upstairs because it sounds funny now. So he go upstairs. I'm plotting this. I said I'm finna get up out of here. I ran away and had no cell phone. <laughs> So I'm going to send you off because you don't want to do right. So I said, all right, I got something for you. I'm going to send myself off. So I run away. I run out the back door. I had a little, um, back then, they used to have them little book bags. They popular now, but they were real popular then. I don't know how I get the book bag. You just stumble across stuff. I probably stole it or something from somebody. No, I don't know. Didn't. I know I didn't, but I'm just saying. I think you bought it, but in reality, I don't remember how I got it. But I put, like, some shirts and stuff in the... And I got up out of there, right? Oh, you so, with shirts? Nah, yeah, I wore the same pants. I don't gonna lie to you. I was out for three days. But listen, I run, I close, I sneak out the back, and I just creep the door closed because them hood doors, you hear everything. Yes. And next thing you know, I was gone, running out the back door. <laughs> so I run to the front, seeing one of the little dope boys up in the front of my apartments because we live in a big, like, apartment complex. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bunch of townhouses, basically, because that's what it was. It was two stories. Mm-hmm. You know how Michigan was. Anybody yeah. stayed in Michigan Project 4224. Yeah. Tell people from Michigan you have to tell them not to stay, okay? From the projects. <laughs> from the projects. So, so I run up there. I use somebody's phone. And I'm calling around. I'm like, man, I ain't got no real friends. Nobody won't come pick me up. So, what I do? Walk to the next neighborhood, which is Saber Palm. Show up at my grandma's house. She... I can't be taking you to school. <laughs> my grandma, the only person I know, I don't even care if she listens to them and said, she worked right by my school and ain't want to take me to school. <laughs> she knows she was going up there to take take care of Mr. Henry, whatever she was. <laughs> my grandma was CNA without a license. <laughs> she had a little ad in the paper and all. They had not one spit of license. <laughs> taking care of people and stuff. Yeah. But it ain't matter back, back then if you had a license or not. I know, but my grandma was right. They just had jobs. They just needed jobs. So, so I had go. I ran to my grandma's house. I was out here for three days, Joe Wilder. Then my grandma said, "You gotta go home." I think my, think my mama, baby, daddy popped up on me. (laughs) He popped up on me. It was like, "Yo, son, it's time you come home. Come pick me up." I had to go home and stuff. Then my mama tried to whoop me. Oh, Lord. She tried to give me a whooping. I was 17. I told her, Ma, I ain't getting no whooping. Spare the rod, spoil the child. I was already spelled. Like, you could do that. 17, I had got a whooping in, like, so long, so many years. I'm like, I can't sit here and do this. I told my you ain't finna whoop me today. You probably scared her them three days you was gone. Yeah, we did. Probably know where you was at. Yeah, she did. I was at my grandma's house. I ran over there that night. Your grandma called her? Yeah. So what's the first thing you think she going to do? My grandma trying to get rid of me. My grandma ain't want nobody in there. She want to walk exactly. around how she want to walk around. Exactly. That's why. In a robe and high heels with nothing <laughs> on. Like you out the door. For real. you get lost out there doing stuff you ain't got no Right. Doing. My grandma ain't want nobody in there. Exactly. She want to be in there by herself walking around at middle of the night. You hear clank, clank. Grandma, what you doing? Modeling? <laughs> I was ready to see her walk the runway. <laughs> she never did that before. Grandma said she was enjoying her body. No, oh, no. Her life. <laughs> she gonna listen. I don't care if she listen to it. And see me that tag. Grandson, I heard your little podcaster. 
podcasting. No, it's ill. No, she gonna wait until she see you. She next gonna time. send me a text and then or send me a card and draw stay encouraged at the bottom. <laughs> we just hanging out, y'all. We um got some topics and stuff we gonna go over, but we just mainly gonna give y'all some stories and 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 try to work it in from the Angel, you don't remember my mama from back in the day? I really don't, to be honest. Probably because like, she always was at work. To be I like, remember her. I remember Angel coming down there. She, she said that when we, well, when I officially yeah, I first met her. Yeah. <laughs> she said that when we went, when y'all was staying. Um, in Westchase. Yeah, when yeah. I first met you. Well, when I said when I first met her. But when I seen her in Westchase, she was like, I remember you, baby. Yeah. And she I didn't say that. She like did. That. She, all right, all right, all right. I right. said, for real, she said, yeah, I know your whole family. Hey, one second, Angel. How's how's Mama voice over there on the screen? It's good. It's good. It's picking up good. Okay, I'm I just, just got a no. You good? I just got a new mic, and I don't really know how good it is yet. But, but I figured out. Later. She watching. She watching. Yeah. Everything. Just make sure you keep the screen going so you can always, you know, good. But we good. Okay. But um, okay. I want to say um. You know, one of the first <laughs> topics I want to talk about is um. Did y'all see when the lady licked the ice cream top and put it back on? The yes, young the young girl. She you didn't see that more. <laughs> and when did this happen? <laughs> this was actually last week. Where? At a Walmart. Ooh. Um in Texas. A girl she was dared, so she opened the ice cream top, licked the top of it, closed it and put it back in the freezer. Uh. And you can actually hear the person recording and say, Lick it, lick it. Now put it back. <laughs> yeah, it was a dude, and they thought that they put out a wide, you know, worldwide, you know, looking for her. Like I said, it was in Texas, and then they found out that she was just a minor. But when they first arrested her, they were saying she was facing anywhere between two and twenty years. Wow, because that like affects their business. Because you gotta think a lot of for one, the bluebell ice cream is expensive as it is. So a lot of people that buy it, they actually buy it a lot of them. Yeah. So they losing a lot of business because if you, even though it was in Texas, more people, you know how people take it and run with it. So they'd be like, oh, who, who's to say they're not doing it here? Mm-hmm. So, you know, people everywhere probably would have stopped buying it right? because they don't have a seal over it. When yeah, that's the problem. The top, they were saying that they, the they freeze it upside down. So in order to take the lid off, it's real hard. But I mean, how safe is that? Because somebody it's really could not that hard. poke it, do anything well, to she it. she took it off and licked it so obviously... It's it's not that hard. I don't bought bluebell ice yeah, cream when it was too. on sale. You bought that lick ice cream? It's the lick. <laughs> cause I was cause it's no, it, it made me think about how much we trust like food companies and stuff. Not to discuss you or anything, but then like before that we had a guy urinate on the cornflakes and somebody bought that box of cornflakes. He got like a federal yeah. charge, but wow. they have cameras and all that stuff. That's but that box of cereal went out probably. Yeah. I'm not sure if he did or didn't, but that man of got some charges. He got some federal charges on his hands. Because you got to think a lot of people go in stores and not even like paying attention. Some people just grab the first one they get. Yeah. So with that, if that was the ice cream, the first one somebody went and grabbed, mm-hmm. you know, they could have got sick off that because you don't know what's in a person's body. Like mm-hmm. you don't know what they could be sick from or diseased with mm-hmm. or whatever. So when you going in there, and somebody licking on the product yeah, that make yeah. the store look bad, plus the company look bad. And then you had these companies doing recalls, mm-hmm. thinking something wrong with their product when somebody really did something to it. Right. 
Right. So, and then, you know, like, a lot of people don't buy stuff without seals, but, I mean, with that one, that's the only ice cream I think I, that's out besides Ben & Jerry's. But, no, Ben & Jerry's have a seal on it. But that's the only ice cream. It? Oh, okay. Right, that's the only ice cream that don't have a seal. I, I think, I think, we tr- I don't know, like, I, I don't... I never buy ice cream, but then it made me pay attention that it's really ice cream out there. What I live, well, this yeah. that ice cream is out there. What I live, right. I think now in order for them to stay in business, cause think about people who just might do it now, cause yeah, that was only people only seen that because it was on camera Look and it went viral. You know, it's you do actually have people go in the stores and will open up and eat stuff, right, and put it back. So mm-hmm. that's not the only like that's not the first time that has. I happened. mean, y'all eat grapes, right? People just eat, you eat grapes. grapes. I don't really eat grapes. Ain't tell me the last time I ate some grapes, girl. <laughs> now he wanna deny stuff. You wanna call me out on the grape tip? Cause you the one that mentioned it. You drinking a grape? You drinking wine? You don't know where that stuff came from. Oh, people. I'm just eat. playing. Did but you know that people? Yeah, people actually use their feet to smash grape to make people wine. People feet taste good, don't it? Yes, it does. Feats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that we try. I mean, because even when it comes down to like just the where the world and where it's moving, like with Uber, Lyft, like these people yeah. you just get in the car with. Yeah. I remember back in the days, you wouldn't even do that. Yeah. Now it's just like, okay, I got a phone. Somebody yeah. will know where I'm at. Yeah, I'm going to jump in the car with a stranger and get on social media. Yeah. I don't care. Because it's easy now to find people if yeah. they get kidnapped. Because you have social media. You have you have Find My iPhone. You have the same thing for, I think they have the, for Android. You think that's stuff. still going to stop a person? Because sometimes no, people I'm, get so comfortable with jumping in the Uber. That's what happened sure. to that college student. Which one? Man, I can't remember what state she was in. She was they, she got picked up at the airport and never made it back to a dorm. And it was her Uber driver that killed her. They found her body the other day. Mm. Was that in Utah? I don't know. I, I should have brought my phone so I could Google it. But probably was Utah. I think it was in Utah. You know what I'm talking about? I, I seen body? something, but recent? I didn't. Yeah, they uh, was looking for her for about what, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, it's no different than when people used to trust trust taxi drivers back in the day before Uber came alive. Mm-hmm. Used to hop in a ride with a taxi, and then some people be on the side of the road. They thought about hopping in the car with people. Yeah, that that's crazy. What I seen that he was a fake Uber. He was fake. Yeah, they she mistaken him for an Uber driver in South Carolina, Columbia. Yeah, I knew. she used to killing a woman who got into a car thinking it was her Uber ride. Dang. And he activated the child locks in the back seat, that's so you could open it from the outside. That's crazy. Yeah. 24 crazy. years old. Samantha Josephson. Josephson. Mm-hmm. I ain't never heard of that last name before. Josephson? Yeah. Mm. Then, then you know, another thing I was looking at, because Angel have these at her job, potlucks. <laughs> oh, please. Don't even go down. <laughs> Why y'all have them at your job? Oh, my gosh. It, they have them, like, all the time, but. I really don't trust them because you don't know how people are when they. Right, that's true. I don't. I don't eat too many people's cooking. No. But you know, I think. I think that's just how you're raised, because it's a lot of times we be, when we're at the cookouts or the potlucks, 
Yeah. You have people on my job, they'll come around and be like, hey, who made such and such? <laughs> who yeah. made such and such? Then there'll be at least one person there be like, oh, such and such made it. And they'll be like, yeah. oh, never mind, I don't want it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just, I mean, if it's not store-bought or if I don't know who made it, I wouldn't really eat too much stuff from the potluck. Yeah, even me, when I go to potluck, when I participate in potlucks now, I usually just buy something. Right. Because I, I know... You know, so, you know, somebody might feel a certain type of way about right. people cooking. Mm-hmm. Period. So I buy something you can open. Right. <laughs> but I'm a picky eater, anyways. Like if it don't look good to me, I ain't gonna touch it. If it don't look but right, some of these I'm people crazy. I don't trust. Some people actually cook in their house with dogs in the kitchen and, and cats too. Yeah. Ferrets. I went. I delivered to the lady. She had about twelve ferrets. Almost fainted, like going to the kitchen. <laughs> I was like, man, she like, you want me to meet you at the door? My eyes were watering. I'm like, yeah, meet me at the door. Get your groceries at the door. It's so stinging here. And now they have uh, it where you get where you. Like she had put, a fair at school, ma. Now they have it where you gotta put the um food in the people refrigerator. What? Oh yeah, Walmart. Yeah. I don't think nobody gonna really do you that. Pick though. it up. And you deliver it. Well, you deliver it, but you actually take it in the house and put it in the refrigerator. Walmart just trying That's to compete with trust. everybody. Really Walmart, are. y'all already got people coming there, pulling up, y'all bringing out the groceries. Your cousin Michelle, she does that. What? Yeah, she just come, come to go to Walmart, pull up outside, they bring the groceries out to the car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you had me confused. I thought you said she picked the cookie. Put the groceries in the people's cars. I wish she started doing that. No, she ain't doing that. No, no. But I think a lot of this stuff go off of conveniency, though. Mm -hmm. Because you have the Ubers, the Lyfts, the taxis, the ship shoppers, the uh, carts, whatever, Instacarts, and all these places that make things so convenient. And people are in a willing space to be so lazy. Now, and some of them are lazy, some of them is just out of conveniency because it's like they can just get off work for people who don't like to shop in the stores or don't want to drive home or whatever the case may be. They can just call somebody and do it for them. Yeah, it's getting, it's, I don't know, it's just crazy. And that is good, you know, like for the elderly people who can't drive no more. Right. Or they, they, they family. Or tourists. Yeah, mm-hmm. they family not down here. And tourists too. Mm-hmm. Some tourists, you getting ready to check in somewhere. Right, and you, and you want don't know. To, you want the refrigerator to be stocked when you get that. Right. That's a good idea. Even when it comes, like, even when I was looking at Uber Eats, how I used to just was doing DoorDasher. Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, I walked in five guys, bought these people food for them, and took it to them. What I'm saying is fries, G. <laughs> like, fries for real? Yeah. Like, you trust somebody bringing you fries. I know. Mm-hmm. I can't even trust Angel to bring me fries without her eating out the box. <laughs> somebody going to eat out them bag and eat them fries. You don't know how hard that drive was There's, going to that person's house. Like, with a thing of fries, you got to trust your, like, man. There was like actually this. a case where there was a, um Uber Eats driver that was taking somebody food and they actually spit in it. Yeah, see. I and was, sealed it back up before they actually got it to the place. Oh, my God. Did they see him on camera doing that? <laughs> no. They he, actually saw the spit on their food. He, he, he confessed or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've seen that. Yeah. That's sick in the head. Why are you going to do something like that? Exactly. Confess? Like, you trusting, somebody trusting you to bring their food and then you're going to spit it. That's almost like 
you trust in restaurants and stuff to make your food. We're going to make a lot of people think twice before ordering from Uber Eats. I mean, guys, if you don't have a car, I understand. If you at work and on lunch. It's a, food, think it's about the people that live in New York that don't. I mean. So that's where it's mainly big at. It's yeah. like New when York I worked at um, Go Waiter, mm-hmm. uh, the people used to call us and they deliver. This was before Uber really got Uber Eats and all that. Mm-hmm. But we used to, uh, they used to call us and they'll pick up orders. They Their cars used to go to gourmet restaurants. And really? You had doctors and lawyers and nurses and people like that calling. And, um, and I would be like, dang. They don't even have to go out to eat no more. Right. Don't they can just stay at home and eat a luxurious, glamorous mm-hmm. meal. Don't have to do nothing. Cost three thousand dollars. <laughs> Scrape it off the plate right at home. Yeah. Yeah. Get it brought right to your front door. Ding dong. Mm-hmm. You don't even know who it is. I, and I think that's it's kinda crazy. Like think about it if you're a, a lady. And this weird guy just come bring you some food. Like, he know where you live at you now. You can order filet mignon. And, and, that's and just like being know in Ubers and you have weird people yeah. that's looking for you and stuff. And now they know your destination. They know where you being picked up, where you being dropped off and stuff like that. Right. I think, because, you know what's so crazy? I was doing Uber for so long, and then when I actually rode in one, I felt weird. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, it's because I did Uber, then I'm just thinking stuff in my mind, because I'm, like, expecting people to just be cool and mm. riding with me, and yeah. but then I'm riding with somebody and else, and not, then I'm yeah. feeling how they probably feel getting yeah. in my right. car. Right. <laughs> yeah. I rode an Uber, like, down the road, and I was like, ah. Oh. Right. Angel, meet me halfway. Because you have some of them that's, like, really nice. They get in and they, you know, have pleasant conversations. Yeah. But then you have some that's just weird. And mm-hmm. you have some that's just, like, outright rude. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've heard many times your sister will text me, be like, this guy's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Soon as she get in, she hit me. I be I, I talk to her the whole way. I already know how she feel. Mm-hmm. Did y'all see that money truck that... The, the brake truck Listen. opened up on the highway on 285 $100,000. Then they actually had somebody bring, bring they, had, they had put on news, they had people bringing the money to the police station. Ma, you should have seen the comments. Listen, I'm going to go Why on my phone. I have been on the highway? <laughs> Why? I always need to follow my mind. Where is that highway at? <laughs> <laughs> there might be some in the bushes. <laughs> the comments was like so brutal because you had some people that was like, yeah, I believe in karma and all this other mess. But one girl was like, but I believe that God put this money out here for me to collect and pay my bills with. <laughs> so, I'm trying to tell you. $100,000. But listen, why the truck flew up? There's a procedure that you have to do. I mean... They didn't know really. They I heard they can get. Closed. I heard like people get hacked. You know, um, I heard like you can like get into the system some way where you could cause a default or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, the you can pretty much know. do it. Yeah, it's an yeah. inside job. Right? Know how to break into computers and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you know, it was your cousin Tasha's birthday, right? Torsha. Today. No, matter of fact. It was Sonya's birthday. I'm so sorry, Torsha. I always get y'all messed up. But y'all so close. It was Sonya's birthday. The same day the big bridge truck opened up. So her husband posted by it. And she was like, why you ain't turn around? Because he <laughs> said he had just left that area 30 minutes oh, ago. Oh, it was in Atlanta. Yes. Wow. That's crazy. 
That's crazy. That is crazy. That's Listen, really crazy. if it busts on I-75, they ain't got to worry about me taking no I money to the police station. And drive up that wise <laughs> All you gotta do is tell me it's 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 filling it's out. <laughs> right. That's it was what... actually stopping on the highway picking the money up. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Now I seen some of the funniest like memes and stuff about that saying like like God bless you and this is what you do, you go back and get the money back. Right? Like I'm trying to tell you. Jesus. And I guarantee you them police officers ain't get that get them people nothing. Not even fifty dollars. Hmm. It's it's a preacher somewhere with that cash. Of course. <laughs> know what it's gonna be the sermon? What know the sermon? What the sermon gonna be tomorrow? Walk into your blessing. Walk into your blessing, <laughs> sister Earl. I know you was on two eighty five. I seen you. Go and give another twenty dollars. God was and speaking you know, to some, somebody and told them to get on that highway. Uh-uh, somebody giving a testimony in the morning, right? But how they don't even go that way, <laughs> and they just happen to go that way. And right. they was behind the truck, and the doors flew open, and all no. this money. They're going to be t- having a testimony. <laughs> I was driving down the road, and my car was overheating, so I let the window down, and $200 flew in my car. <laughs> I that's knew it was God. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it's going to be. I'm trying to find more. I am trying to show. I'm over here, like, because I had it. I had it pulled up. And I just wanted to read, like, one comment from it, yeah. right? Because when I tell y'all, it was so, mom, it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought you maybe done seen it, but I see that uh-uh. you ain't see it. Uh-uh. My people, was, people pulled over and was out wow. there getting that money. Yes. Damn. People was really out there getting that money. Well, they blessed somebody. They blessed some people. The money truck made it rain. That Say the door wasn't rain. locked right, Ma, so maybe you correct about that. Like, people just... About to lose their job about that. Because no, you know they have so much like security on them in the world. I think they make you pay that. Like they make you pay that money back, I think, yeah. with drinks if something yeah. like that happened. Because I seen it where somebody wow. maybe they could put hundreds and like the 20 things in the bank. Ooh. They go into investigation on that type of stuff too. Yeah. Because in their brain, they don't look at it as this was a mishap. There's no way that the door couldn't have been locked correctly. So they yeah. really like have like a whole investigation open for this. Yeah, and they probably had their family driving behind the truck. <laughs> I'm just saying, think about it. You know the door malfunction, so you're going to have your family drive behind the truck. So when the door fly, low, fly open, they, they you're going to collect their money. It's going to be like Playing that. like a money game out there. I'm trying to tell you. they need the Grabbing and, and stuffing. Mm-hmm. So it don't matter if they lose their job. They already don't got the money. People, right. people was going back. People was going off. On the guy, right? Because it was mm. a black guy posing with the police. Mm. People saying, bro, are you stupid? Are you dumb? Like, yes. you, what you think? Because they actually, the picture they had. He had hundreds It was stuff. a wad that he had folded up. And, and was, he took and it to it the police? Handed. Yeah. Took it back. And they had a table full of, like, baggies that people done brought that they collected from people bringing money. Them, them was the people that won his family. Them people thinking they getting karma. <laughs> Ain't no karma coming behind that. <laughs> That's a free blessing. <laughs> that is crazy. I'm supposed to do your job for me. They cut my lights off. Y'all ain't doing that. Right? Y'all is not going to help me if they turn my lights off. You still trying to find the picture? 
Nah, I'm done. Like I, I, I had it saved in my phone, and I some kind of way it got, it got away from me. Mm-hmm. But oh, there it go. Say bless his heart. But if I see money flying over the highway, like it's literally raining money, I'm keeping it. Here. <laughs> some pray for days like this. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, that's money true. just coming out. The sky. Somebody yeah. said, I wonder yeah. if he committed a crime where they let him go now. Because I'm pretty sure somebody didn't even know the truck. Somebody said God tried to bless him and he gave it away. <laughs> Thinking he gonna get a bigger yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody was driving and just looked up and seen money flying. Oh Not even gosh, knowing. Man. If you took Atlanta. that money, would you have to give it to your mom? Only in Atlanta. Yeah. It happened twice, I think. In Atlanta, too. Wow. Or it happened somewhere else, but I've seen that twice. What you said, Angel? I said, if you had got that money, would you have given it to your mama? I would have let her know where it had came from first because, <laughs> you know, they track that money. They got a way of tracking their money. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you have to clean it. <laughs> you, they did. People was on here talking about cleaning it. Like, for real. You yeah. do have to clean it. You, um, what y'all think about the tourists who been, you know, dying over there? When they go on vacation. Well, we had we had um covered that like a couple um weeks That's ago on here, and I think that was real crazy because actually when we covered it, it was only like four people, but the number had went up to like nine. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, here's my take on that. Like, I don't know if I said it on here already, but I'm gonna say it again. Like, I'm I'm not really for going like cross. Like, I'm not for like going on them like islands. Really low. That was like in the Dominican. That wasn't mm-hmm. even. Yeah, Dominican. I know, but I'm just not because I don't think they have the best doctors over there. Some of them Because they just the shot Big Poppy, the dude, um, the baseball player over there. He you, got hit. Did you hear about, did you see the lady? She broke her pelvis riding the ATV over there. And the only thing, only thing they gave her was like some pain pills. Really? And they and they was trying to, to fix her or whatever, but. The kit they had to try to fix her beauty, her pelvis, they was they only had on like aprons, what you wear in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and regular gloves. And they the kit that they had to use that while they was opening it, they had they was reading the instructions, <laughs> and it was gonna cost her family eighty thousand to have her flu flown back here. Really? Yeah, she said she had so much pain, but ain't nothing she can do. That's crazy. That's what be my thing. They just um David Ortiz, mm-hmm. Big Poppy. You mm-hmm. know you worked down at the when all they used yeah. all of them used to come to. He got shot in the Dominican Republic. It was a hit for his friend that was meant for his friend, and the bullet hit him. Oh man! And they had to fly him from Dominican Republic to New York, basically for like the save, best surgery and stuff life. like that. He had. Mm-hmm. He had some surgery in the Dominican Republic, I, I want to say, but for the best of the best, they had to fly him yeah, out. Just wow. a patch up. And he just had another surgery due to the complications because where he got shot at, he got shot like in the back. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, he yeah. got all that money. They're going to try to do what they got to do for him. Right. But they say he's doing all right, but I don't know. That's just be my thing. Like, if I go in, it would be like England and Paris somewhere. Mm-hmm. They got the best doctors. Like, they got better doctors than us over there. Mm-hmm. So I know I could be over there and be straight. <laughs> I'm a five hundred dollar nigga with Medicaid. They ain't gonna take care of me. They don't even got Medicaid. It's not gonna take care of me. So be straight in Canada. It just take you forever to see the doctor. I heard over there because it's free. 
Because I heard it's Probably, free. Yeah, that's true. Dr. Portman be once a year. <laughs> <laughs> we need some free Medicare. Yeah, we need free Medicare. Obama medicine. had you. Y'all didn't take advantage when he was in the office. It now you got old Trump. It wasn't That's free. how you call my said. Old Trump in now. <laughs> yeah, because everybody I, I used to work for now. his father. He was a nasty something. Mm-hmm. How you call my be? Your grandma call somebody a nasty something? Best believe they nasty, boy. <laughs> That's a nasty person right there. You don't want to She's an old nasty hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I seen what she did. She did that to Rodney. I didn't like that. Until you don't like something. I don't like that. She gave me, you know, it'd be always, she gave me that look. <laughs> when she walked, you could tell somebody. Your grandma did not caught somebody's spirit when they walk in the room. Your, every, the vibe just changed. Your grandma yeah. get that look. Mm. Mm. <laughs> when you get that, mm, it's, mm. you ain't coming back from that. Mm. <laughs> she ain't eating nothing either when she say that. But she, ain't, you is not coming back from that. You mm. really ain't. You that, can introduce your girlfriend to your to your grandma. Mm. She, hey, grandma, this is such and such. Mm. I seen how she clutched that <laughs> purse. Something ain't right about her. <laughs> I seen how she did that. She might be running. They, they, they be knowing everything. Yeah. Everything in the church. I'll be like, who giving them the information? They don't even leave the house half the time. <laughs> yeah. They don't even be outside like that, be, but be knowing everybody's business. Grandma still got a house phone, know everything. <laughs> Call my house phone when you got the information. Got now, a whole cell I, phone I over there. DCF was down there at your house the other day. How them kids done. You don't even drive. How you see that? <laughs> Grandma got a telescope in the room. <laughs> she see everything. She should smell trouble. I knew it was coming today. I woke up and my ankles were swollen. I'm trying to tell That's you how I knew the rain was. It was gonna rain down. It's raining down now. My elbow was stiff. <laughs> they be knowing. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how grandmas be knowing it all, but your grandma be knowing it all too, ma. You call her, you be on the phone the whole hour. She called me, Shaq. I heard you was fishing. How you know I was fishing? <laughs> I don't know who called you, grandma. Tell you everything. I be talking to the Lord. You know, He tell me everything. <laughs> they ain't gonna even tell you that. Sit in church, Pastor. No, he ain't right. <laughs> yes. And look, they be talking. About, she know the Lord ain't told her nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Get a- since we he, look, since we he talked to her before he talked to me. <laughs> like, grandma be sitting right there first hour, and the Pastor go. Hey, all pastors think they can sing, y'all. So yes. Yes. let me tell y'all, come to the altar and hand. Put your hands up, y'all. Y'all come on over. Them older pastors be offbeat like yeah. ever. Grandma be sitting in the front, just bobbing with the yes. fan. Got the dress on. Come on up here. Uh-uh, the, old Baptist, the old Baptist church, they be making it seem like it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying? And then, come on. then the old mother start to hum and I'm like, what? Yes. You be getting in the aisle, they be fake catching the Holy Ghost. The jaws come on. I used to be sitting there like, man, what just happened? Like, the dude come in and like, he let, he put it one hand on the lady. She the just she fell, out. fell out. And they pull a sheet over her. Then yes. after the church, you hear them grandmas, she know she just faking yes. like that. She know she that Holy Ghost. That man hands ain't that powerful. <laughs> She still got that sin in her. I remember the pastor, pastor. I had a pastor cat do the Dion in church. The pastor, I do what time it is. And then we get out of here by twelve thirty. I know what it is. You going to watch football? He, every time he hit the Dion, we finna go home. They always. 
My pastor used to come in with their football jersey on. Oh my gosh. On really? Super Bowl Sunday? Oh no, no. God. I used to be in church. They'd be like, lock the door. Lock the door. <laughs> Somebody in here got 50 more. We're going to put an ATM in the, in the lobby next week. That's, it. <laughs> That's what I used to hear people say for real. No, oh. my church had got the little um the guy went around with the thing that attached to your phone that swipe your card. Oh my god! The pastor came up there now. All of y'all that took them debits, you know, really? I got somebody that's walking Stop, around. Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I got somebody walking around here. He can swipe. Tell him, tell him, keep on walking. I, I, mine at home. I can't hit the church. You see my pants slick. My slip pants and him. I, we got caught. Me and my cousin Jannara got caught. We was in the aisle faking like we had the Holy Ghost. Because, you know, your mama's going to be paying too. When they go, da 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 We used to get in the aisle and be, ah! Ah! Fall out on the floor. Ah! That's the fun part about church. Yeah, they fall out and them eyes be blinking like they're closed. Yeah, you had older people say, oh, bless his heart. He catching the Holy Ghost. Easter Sunday, pastor always be like, now, I know y'all want to get out early, go catch the parade and, you know, eat, eat your food and everything. <laughs> so I'm going to hurry up. Yeah, they go cook. Like, he go, no, you ain't going to hurry up. I didn't say forget that. I'm going to go to the uh, pastor uh, Matthew church over here in the corner. They be out every day, 12, 15, 11, 30 on short. They look, on the dot. Then, look, I knew someone, right? They pulled down the screen. The pastor was on the screen. <laughs> And he was in the church. I'm looking. I'm looking at the screen like I ain't even. I ain't even looking at him no more. Pastor in this phone or not? I I wrote something down the other day. What going on, Pastor? Pastor on the screen. I said this church got a lot of money. Pastor just come down off the screen. You can text us the money if you get down. I don't even want to text you. Hello, what you be? Come out with we don't want to make y'all feel yeah. like you got to give it out. Some jeans and some forces. Yeah, don't even come out uh, with the Bible. Our teachers would never, our kids would never, our teachers, our kids would never understand what the old pastors were like. I'm telling you. The new pastors off the chain got yeah. a Facebook and all. Yeah, right. Back then, boy, if pastor had a Facebook, it would have been ugly. <laughs> he would have knew who was going out Saturday night and all. Not a pastor really know for real. The spirit told me someone right with you, sir. You know, back then, them old pastors come in on the hymn song. The new pastors come in and listen to McCray. <laughs> you be up there talking about, you know, you done did wrong. We come to yeah. the altar. You got that little nudge. Yeah. Going up there. Going up. Nigga, seeing sooner they walk out of there. Going right to the liquor looking store. Looking right at you. Going right to the liquor store. Soon I know it's you. one more person in this building. Y'all feel y'all feel like in the next. I wanted. I was just talking to Angel about this. In the next ten, five to ten years, who gonna be running the family reunions and stuff? Because like, I think the older people kept it going. Yeah. Who gonna really run it if like the people who up next ain't really going? Like it ain't really is. They probably they might go extinct. Family unions that's are going extinct. When the last time the mix, the um, what what family union used to be big on your daddy's side in Salt Lake, I'm um, not Salt Lake, but in Lake City, Florida. That's my my grandma. They don't have that no more, right? I don't know when the last time they had one. Okay. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, I don't know when the last time they had one. Used to we be every two years. On my mama's side, oh, all the time. For real. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, doing the Max Wayne's. Max Wayne's. They all through Georgia. I see they have some yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. I see. They added me to the group. Oh, they did. 
Yeah, it's a group on Facebook. Somebody added me to I it. I ain't been on Facebook for so long. Oh yeah, somebody <laughs> added me to it. I was, I, I was, I was talking to Angel about that. Oh yeah. Cause I got like, I seen somebody at a family reunion, and I ain't really seen no young people. Like they little kids, but. Not the middle age. Like yeah. the 30s and the 40s, though. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, man, who gonna run it? Oh, man, that's kind of sad. You yeah. Because mm-hmm. well, you got to think, it's always the, the aunt, great, great aunties and, yeah. you know, the grandmas that really keep up with all the people that them had kids or everybody yeah. that's in the family. Mm-hmm. But you have them young people well, in our generation now, we don't really be knowing. Mm-hmm. And you will see them at a family reunion. And won't see them no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll link up. We'll go out. Well, I know when, well, with my family, like, we would link up and probably go out or whatever. But it was really just the main, we had, like, a main few people that really linked up and hung out yeah. like that outside of the family reunion. Mm-hmm. But it's always, it was always, like, an older. Because you always had that one person in the family that knew all the cousins all the uncles, all who you all related that's to. That's sure, Janet. Sure, gonna be the one doing the next family reunion. I actually <laughs> just thought about it when I had came up with yeah, the, you know, I, told you. I really thought about doing it. You should. And getting right. all the younger people together. But young people so funny. And they be smoking the tweeds and pants hanging all off their ass. Boy, what's wrong with you, boy? Get your ass up out of here. So, but no. It'll be a good way to get the. You know the family keep up with each other. I'm I always sure. link the family, like especially on Facebook. Mm-hmm. My daddy's side, I had one cousin trying to holler at another cousin. I had to get in the middle. Hey, y'all cousin, <laughs> what? And then tag all my cousins on here. I was tagging so many people. Then that's thing, you know, it was like, oh, we gonna have a family reunion. Yeah. I had so many people asking about the family reunion last year. I forgot all about it. Yeah. I had kids I mean, and did you, everything after that. I but feel like I really do want to run it. If we like found ways to keep it interesting, because you gotta think nowadays with our generation, it's mainly about activity and, and ways to keep our interest. And because you know, a lot of family reunions that I've gone through, it was always like the main routine. You one day right. you actually go, there's the meet and greet. The next day y'all ate food and everybody mainly just mm-hmm. hanging out, not really doing too much. And then by the third day, everybody went to church. Yeah. So it's like if we found ways to actually keep it interesting, like the third day or the second day, come up with activities like kickball or something like something interesting for everybody mm-hmm. can do. Baseball. Then I think more people be Those looking forward baseball to baseball games. Right. Then I think everybody Football. really look forward to going. To I just it. seen the, the I've been following the family reunion that Lala and Jerry went to mm-hmm. in Atlanta. They were playing kickball. I said, man, I ain't played kickball in so long. <laughs> yep. We used to play that in the hood. I don't think we Put a shirt down and run on the base. We used to play right. it in Cape. When we first moved in Cape, we used to play it. Yeah, in that field over there. Right. Over the right. <laughs> yeah. We used to play kickball. Kickball, fun. Hit somebody in the head with the ball. Yeah. I think that, yeah. So, I, I mean, do you, I don't know, like, if it, because I just always remember the older aunties and stuff keeping yeah. it going. So, right. who's the torch going to get passed to? And people out there, listeners, you're in your family. I think that you should keep the family union tradition going. It was something to look forward to every year. I think it was cool. Right. Mm-hmm. I think y'all should keep it going. People can cash up you the money now. It's real good. Mm-hmm. They ain't got to send it to you through, you know, the mail no more. Right. My mom was sending like 40 bucks through the mail, licking the envelope and stuff. Family you ain't got to worry about that no more. more. Mm-hmm. I know the ones that family reunion's not that cheap no you more. Get somebody get them stamps together, it will be. <laughs> you can get on Facebook, right on Facebook, and buy you some stamps. Who's selling stamps? <laughs> Food stamps, y'all. 
Who set us down? It's, you can't say that because it's illegal to sell food stamps. Well, I ain't telling y'all who's selling them. And you always trying to be political. You know, it's illegal to sell food. Because it is. People can get in trouble for that. You can get in trouble for even saying it. <laughs> Whatever. I ain't getting in trouble for that. That's 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 what you no say. No comment over this way. Right. <laughs> yeah. No comment. I don't get them. I wish I did, but you know. Y'all think weddings are important? Because I got a friend. They just got married. It was so dope. But then they like, don't spend all that money. I don't think it's important, but I think it's a lot of people look at it as something that they want to do mm-hmm. eventually. Because yeah. I think they like it, to be honest. Is it important? Like, is it, is it something you have to do in order to get married? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's the cheaper, like, to just go to the courthouse is the cheaper route. But if you want to spend money and throw a party for everybody, then yeah, have a wedding. It's a slave turning over their grave right now, knowing that these people ain't having weddings. You know, they used to jump <laughs> over that broom barefoot. It was tradition. Y'all done killed the but tradition. No, see, old Negro heritage first, spiritual. Y'all first done of killed all, it. First of all, back then, they didn't even have as much stuff for the wedding as they do now. The back Negroes then, used to peel just... that corn girl and peel, share them peas. <laughs> whole spot, high, whole plantation on fire. I want to have a new up-to-date wedding. Like, I want to do the dance routine. I just seen somebody do a weed wedding. They killed the liquor and just, like, had all the weed out there. You got to be kidding me. For real. The people mm-hmm. was up there going, like, grab a little weed. You had edibles and all that. Wow. At the Everybody wedding. was passed out at that wedding. <laughs> right. <laughs> just high as ever when they were playing. They were patched. They were playing some Snoop Dogg. One. Two, three to the <laughs> four. Everybody in there just. Oh yeah, I got a good idea at the wedding. Instead of having a little, those little uh, weed things you can pick up, why don't you just make Say the, little weed things. the weed bones, put them in some liquor. Ah, okay. And have the weed at you the bottom. Ju- what What about the liquid marijuana? Well, it'll be better if you make your own because you, oh, you can okay. actually marinate it for like eight, nine months. Okay. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, That'd you put be the cool. weed in some vodka or gin or something like that, Hennessy, something like that. You let it sit in the bottle for like nine months. Right. Then you serve those at the wedding. Let's see how that go. Okay. That'd be nice because <laughs> most people plan their weddings like a month, a year ahead of time anyway. Yeah. That's and I think that's a lot. Idea. <laughs> you just gave somebody an idea for their next wedding. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm the courthouse king. I ain't... I go to the courthouse twelve times. I ain't I'm sorry. I ain't trying to dish you another. That's on twelve. Listen, first. I'm of the all, courthouse king. We're actually planning one for one of our. Anniversaries. I have been three times to the courthouse. One, two of them don't count. <laughs> hey, I'm a, my mama told us she married our daddy. We was like, what? We was looking at her like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you could have did. Ma, tell us that. Well, tell us. Tell me about that day when you told her. I know you remember our face. Oh, they was just really disappointed. Two little kids, they was disappointed. It was like, nah, you could have did better than that now. <laughs> I was by eight. Sharika was by five. Yeah, they was like, no, this is the this is a disaster. <laughs> I can't believe I'm like this Negro married my mama. Mom, what you doing? He's like, he was like the one kid just from off the stories he told me. I think he was like the one son that really could not stand his daddy for nothing in the world. Oh my gosh! As a kid, I hope he listening. <laughs> you know he gonna call you on face on uh, messenger one night. And just sit there, talking. Let me see the baby. Then just sit there and stare at the baby. Let me see your wife. Like he trying to like, what you got? Um, Dementor? You don't forget how people look. 
Come on. <laughs> Phone. He got on the phone. They both just sitting on the phone looking at each other. Baby, looking at this, like, what's wrong with him? For a good, like, what? 10 minutes. And after a while, he was like, all right, so. Then he had the same story. <laughs> I just turned the million dollar deal down. I said, Daddy, you want to turn the $70 deal down? You tell me you forgot. I could come on now. Yeah, about my book. I seen what Master P said. You don't no. like the deal. That listen, you older than Master P. You don't put talking about you watching him, talking about you seeing what he said. How about you look in the mirror and tell yourself something? <laughs> you done wrote a book twelve years ago, really, twelve years ago, guys, and I still he done sent me the same book to seven new emails. It's been twelve years. That man wrote that book not really twelve years, but he wrote that book back in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, when he was locked up. He wrote that book a long time ago. Damn, it's almost 12 years. Yeah. Lazy about to be nine. He wrote the book when Lazy went in. Uh, CC 10. And he wrote the book probably like a year after CC was born. Really? I'm telling you, the book like nine years old. Why do you want to publish it? Or, you know, just put it out? Nobody don't want to put that book out. My dad ain't even do a good job with the characters. I read the first two pages. I knew who everybody in the book was about. Somebody gonna sue him. My crowd family. Somebody <laughs> gonna sue him. He switching. He he using the names of people in the family, but putting them in different roles. So instead of it being his sister, he got it as the auntie in the book, and it's spelled the same way. You know, somebody got a unique name to their you know yeah. unique spelling to their name. That's he how he got it in the book. Then he called me to me, I bet you ain't read the book, did you? I support you. You don't support me. <laughs> Listen, we ain't finna do that today. Well, he did a tell-off? No, he just created a story about how he grew up in the country. And oh. it's kind of, it's, he, added, he added I ain't gonna humor, lie. It's, humor. Yeah, it's, it's humor yeah. to it, but I'm just like, bro, why is it taking you so long to publish the book? Just publish it. Right. It's not that hard. He right. probably got the tools. Mm-hmm. Probably. Maybe he ain't got the he ain't got maybe. But what was going confidence. through your mind that day you went and married that nigga? I'm sorry. I was just trying to do the right thing. We was together all these years, so we might as well got married, but you know. You just <laughs> said this is my baby dad, I'm finna do this. This was for Sheree. This Sheree wasn't even here yet. Shad probably was a little baby. Shad was uh yeah, Shad was an infant. He was only a few months old. Sheree came a year later. But you ain't want to keep having kids out of wedlock. Yeah, but I had already had three. She the only one that was born in the wedlock. <laughs> so, you know, you just oh, you trying to do it. Like She's so special. She was My parents were married with her. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make it no better. <laughs> I, as we see now, but I'm just playing. You the only child that ain't wedlocked, girl. Wedlocked. She's not a bastard. What did you see in my dad, Amo? Stop. Just play. <laughs> hey, we having fun. We having fun. I'm leaving it alone. Like, stop it. We are not going to talk about this man today. Uh, not today. You're going to learn today. <laughs> oh, but it's a. But listen, we didn't care when you moved on, though. That's what we were saying. Like, we was chatting for you to move on from him. But how did you feel, Angel, when your aunt moved on? Moved on? Well, she ain't never move on. I'm saying I, I when she divorced your uncle. Did if you I want was, her to do it? No. 
I will Tell us what happened. I'm about to. Okay. <laughs> well, she talking crazy because that wine, y'all. No, he talking crazy. Go ahead. Um. Well, when my aunt divorced my uncle, I was like maybe 13, 14. Um, but to think of it, like I got with them when I was eight. So the the image that he showed, I mean, I didn't have an issue with it. I actually idled him. And I thought, you know, the image he showed was really good. Um, so when she divorced him, I was a little confused and was like, why would she do that? But then she divorced and never got with anybody else ever. So it was just like, I didn't understand the whole purpose. Um, but when I got older and she actually broke down the situation between them and why they got divorced or whatever, then I kind of understood it. But, I mean, I felt hurt. I felt hurt for one because I had already came from a broken home. So it was like I was already coming from not having a dad in my life because he passed when I was an infant. And then again, having a mom that passed when I was eight. So it was like you divorcing him was kind of still breaking up my fairy tale happy home. So, so I felt, I mean, I felt hurt on it. Of course, I still kept in contact with him. And to this day, I still keep in contact with him. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's really good. So it kind of hurt you, basically, what you was just explaining? That's, that's everything I said. <laughs> you I'm just coming on, acknowledging the fact that it hurt you. Like, it hurt you, basically, yeah. Yes, okay. it, it did. It did at first. And then once, you know, like I said, when I got older and she broke down the situation of... But did you ever want her to, like, have somebody else? Of course. What happened when you used to bring it up to her? She was just like... She never grew interest in. Why is it that when women hit a certain age, they just <laughs> want to be alone? Well, my grandma ain't had a man in so long. I don't know if she got one. I tried to sit outside her house one day to see if somebody come to, because she was acting funny at one point. But I'm just, I thought maybe she had said, "Grandma got a man," and oh, she did have one one time. They were supposed to get married. We went to their house and all that. Yeah, that was so. Mama looking at me like, "Ain't worried about that Negro. He go, he and my, he and my step." step. If at this age do he do you can you have a stepdad? Like <laughs> I do think once they hit a certain age, women just don't feel like going through that whole process again. Not all the drama, you know. Yeah. You meet somebody nice, maybe you're considerate, but after you've been through so much, you just kinda like screw that. I'd rather be by myself. Yeah, I need to be by myself for a little while. And I feel that. I mean, I felt like that's probably how she felt. Yeah. Um, and see to it that she buried herself in her job mm -hmm. when she divorced him. Yeah. That's what I also think that like played a part because she was just like, when would I have time to date somebody? But yeah. then she would tell me about how guys would come in her store and would try to flirt with her and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But she was just like, child, I know all about him and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, but you ain't got nobody. Because she's been through enough and, and now she just want to relax and... and I think Not somebody put up with drama and, and all that stuff. Somebody deserves somebody. And take care of herself. Well, I mean, everybody deserves somebody. Somebody deserves. Somebody. Well, yeah, but when you when you when you go through a lot of stuff in your life, I mean, trials and tribulations, special relationships. You you don't want to. When you get a certain age, is you just don't want to put up with no more. You know, you just want to find out who you are and what you like, what you don't like. Take care of yourself. You know, I can definitely get that. That's what you. Want. Mine ain't rocking like that. You you gonna find you a good man if you ain't already got one. Well, how did you feel when your mom moved out? Nigga, I was grown. I'm happy she did. 
Yeah, but it was I just wanted her to find somebody better. But then I, I think what the problem is, people take too long to move on. And then when they move on, you're in a new era. And then it's adapting and figuring things out. Mm-hmm. I probably was 19. I was like, Mom, why you didn't do that when I was like 12? My life would have been better. That mm-hmm. nigga used to just hate and cop block so much. But I think she probably waited too long at that point. But not too long because she was, you got to think. When I was like 19, she probably was um, 33, something like that, mm-hmm. 34. There's a lot of it was immaturity. You just be immature. Well, you've been with somebody since you were 14, like yeah. off and on, though. Yeah. Off like off. off and on, like, so it really wasn't on or off. That was, a big, <laughs> well, that was a big step to really just finally leave alone. That was a big step. Right. Yeah. Right. It was hard to keep them kind of people away. I yeah. think like once it happened, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think the longest I probably dealt with an unhealthy situation was probably five, four, five years. So yeah, this ain't go. T- you know, you can't say at least you went because even then it's still some hurt. You gotta. Re- it's a whole new era. I was out here like one of them when they let the dope boys out the feds, <laughs> and you don't make on for ten years. I ain't know how to blend in with the clubs. I'm in the club with we don't do that, bro. You ain't been in here so long. <laughs> Nobody don't even text, hey, darling. Like, I don't do that. So, <laughs> hey, darling. Oh, my God. You are not finna take me to um, IHOP. No, we ain't finna go here. Like, I ain't know. IHOP was the job. Like, you be so thrown off. Wow. No, I be for like, if you can't, if it don't work, go. Yeah. We yes. used to want a stepdaddy. Miss Sharika used to be in the room. We got to get him out of here soon. <laughs> well, I, I got y'all the stepdaddy. We ain't talking about it. Look at face. Lord, I ain't finna do that. She actually got you two step days. No, first of all, I'm too grown for either one. I got you a step daddy. I put that man in the chokehold. <laughs> no, you did not. Listen, mom. He ain't gonna let you put him in a chokehold. No, I ain't. Oh, you talking about now? I ain't talking about now, mom. I'm looking past you right now. We in the, we in the future. Oh, you talking about, oh, you she thought I was talking before. about No, then. no, no, no. I'm talking about now. Like, yeah, I'm talking about now. Oh, so no, I'm cool with that, mom. He all right. Yeah. But I ain't, I ain't with that stepdaddy stuff. No, no, I'm just saying. I I'm not. You were talking about before. No, oh, that's what you yeah. were talking about. When, I'm t- when, I ain't he was, t- when he was 19. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. We ain't even finna talk about that. Well, I'm gonna take my horse to the <laughs> old time road. He gonna leave that alone, dog. <laughs> but no. Nah, um, <laughs> I'm too old for that stepdaddy stuff. Stepdaddy? No, back then, man, Sharika did. I'm just kidding. I, I know what you meant. Yeah, and, I, and you almost went crazy, thought I was talking about then that I found you one. Now you know. No, Sharika, <laughs> Angel was talking about that. No, you said, because I, I said, I got y'all, I found y'all a stepdad. And you thought and you I was talking about. You thought I was talking about what's his name? You already did, you did put him in a choker, but we ain't going to go there. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> I did. I had to do some crazy stuff. Beat up one of my mama boyfriends. Knocked them out. All kind of crazy stuff. You be so wilding. You, so you was happy to see her move on? Nah, because who she moved on with, I ain't like them either. <laughs> when you know people potential, you got to understand how it was growing up with somebody. Like, you don't understand the age difference. But now I'm 31, I be like, man, what I did with a 17-year-old? What would you have done with a 17-year-old? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I was 16... I got caught stealing out the flea market. My mom ain't know what to do. Them people bailed me. 
<laughs> I would buy 15. I go in the flea market looking for a game. It was boring. Listen, I stayed in the project, but I didn't like, I knew I was different from the other kids. So I wasn't really trying to like blend in with them. Like, I remember, like, moving back. Now, mind you, when we were in Georgia, things was a little bit faster, but the town was slow. Really? It was small. Yeah, yeah, we had girls in my eighth grade class. A girl was pregnant. I didn't even know how she got pregnant. <laughs> oh, she walked by a man. He tapped her a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. But... Those girl was doing everything. My mama found a condom in my room, and I got on punishment. Ma, you remember that? Yeah. Ma was tapping. Boy, was like, what's going on? Then my daddy come be the police. What's going on, son? Try to act like he on my side. Just a snitch. Randy told my mama everything. My homeboy talking about, we going to meet up with such and such after school, huh? Her friend. Here go a condom. I ain't know. I just... Put the color in my pocket. That's why I was just out like that because I didn't, you know what I'm saying? What grade I was in the eighth grade. Yeah, that's that's why I told you Georgia. It was in Georgia. Yeah, you mean, so my you friend tell me, go down the street. He was like, I, I go to the little place called the Friendship House, Bamish, Georgia. What's up, Port City? I go What's to the. Up? Right, that was my city. My, I still hang with my friend too, mom. Not oh. really, I hang with him, but his name Rico. Yeah. He stay in Jacksonville. We okay. talk all the time. Nice. So. He tell me tomorrow after school is going down. You say you at the friendship house, you riding with me. But see, I already knew I was finna move back to Fort Miles. I'm trying to get my mom out of there because I'm finna stay back. I ain't did homework in like nine months. I'm like, mom, we gotta get out of here. I got all emphasis on my report card. <laughs> so we need to go. I ain't did no homework because I know I'm finna move. Like, I'm trying to, because Georgia had a 3F rule. Like, real talk, you had three. Three L's. If you get three L's for that year, on that year, you automatically stay back. Mm-hmm. We already had a dude in our school, 15. I'm 13, mm-hmm. bony. 14 at this time. Still don't know about nothing. Mm-hmm. So, he tell me, I ain't gonna say the girl now, I still remember the girl name, mm-hmm. where we finna go hang out at. My little eighth grade, little home, you know, my little girlfriend or whatever you wanna call it. So, I... Go to the friendship house every day, like responsible teenager, you know, to 14-year-old. <laughs> Playing basketball at the friendship house. My mama let me go down and punish me. It was a little church place or whatever. After that, they drop us off in the van. So, I had just got, what happened was, the day. See what had happened. Because I had the condom on me then. <laughs> the next day, it was supposed to go down. It didn't go down. So, the condom. Made it back to the house again. So it's the second day, but I ain't thinking none of it. Like, and then I had went to the friendship house this day, the the third day, playing basketball or whatever. I get home, it's quiet. You know when it be ugly when you get home and you just know it's something quiet. ain't right in that house. Your mama cook early and all, cause when she right. whoop your ass, she feeds you, you go right to bed. So I said, the fool cooked already. She ain't never cooked this early. Then you get that. I think I got picked up from school. Like, what you doing here? I'm going to go to the friendship. I'm talking to your homeboy. You walking out the door. Bell don't run. You walking out. That's your mama come, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. We finna move back to Fort Miles. Yeah, we're gone. We up out of here. 
<laughs> get in the car. Oh no, you know. we ain't going back to four miles. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> going back to yeah to my <laughs> back to the house. That's what we going. Yeah, to the house. Oh, house. I don't remember what happened. House. I just got grilled by having a condom. I'm like, man. Yeah. And then my daddy come in my room late night. So let me talk to you, mm-hmm. just to try to find something. I I tell him what happened. Just trying to. Be, Thinking he my friend, he go back and snitch for some cool points. Some kit when I get kicked out points. When what I about when I out. gave up sharing? You know what I'm saying? Gave up all the information <laughs> on you. Yeah, like really tripping. I'm like, man. He had the the talk with you that night. No, he never had no talk with me. He had a nosy talk. What you doing out here in these streets, huh? <laughs> Set a little weed here and there. Oh, right. Just keep it away from your mama. <laughs> he ain't never did that. He probably would have stolen all his soul and his body. So. But, no, nah, he ain't never did that. He just never talked. He never had no kind of talks with me. My dad never had a talk with me. I don't think my dad ever, like, stood in the corner, like, and fought for me or something. <laughs> He never, like, taught me nothing like that. Like, he just was, hmm. if you do something, I got to whoop you, I'm going to whoop you. And that was it. But I ended up still, like, we came back, and after we stayed with my grandma, we mm-hmm. moved to Michigan. And I seen my friends, like, smoking weed. I'm like, man, it's different for me because in Georgia, mm-hmm. they were just hunting. Like, they were having mm-hmm. sex. I ain't never hung with nobody who was smoking weed. Mm-hmm. So... I was like, this is new. I went home and told my mom, hey, man, such and such them smoke weed. Nah, yeah. She was like, what? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but these ones, my friends who I hung with before I left. Mm-hmm. Now we come back and we moved to the same neighborhood two years later. Mm-hmm. And just in two years, you find like everything unchanged. Yeah. All these dudes want to do is sit on the porch and smoke. Yeah. Blacks. And I was, I walked around there and seen them one day like, I ain't, hung, I ain't hang with them no more. Like, since that day. I think that's just the society nowadays mm-hmm. anyways. Things here are a lot slower compared to out-of-town places. I don't know. The internet don't sped everybody up, though, a little bit. <laughs> For real. You think so? Yeah, because it's just able so. to assess. Like, I mean, you got bigger cities, you got more people. So you get people coming it's from everywhere, get different stuff. But in right. small cities, I was thinking, I walk over here, I get caught. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it was like that. And I, in that small city, felt safe to go anywhere because mm-hmm. what it was. But you had family, too. I had a lot right. of cousins in this town that was, they might not do that no more. Right. But I went, like like I said, I was 15. I was bored. I don't hang with so-and-so. They smoking weed. Right. I was already taught, don't be around them people that do that kind of stuff. So I went to the flea market, took a game out one case. Mm-hmm. Put, Put an old game in there and bought it. <laughs> I got away with it so many times. So I'm well, playing all the new games, game. telling my dad, because he played the game. That's all the Negro ever do. <laughs> so he come up there like, hey, man, you got another game? Yeah, my homeboy, let me hold this. I'm just playing the game because I don't want to go outside. It ain't nothing for me out there. I go outside, get in the pool. I don't really do that. Play football, ain't yeah, nothing going. Ass, People in the house, right. People in the house and I'm lame to everything else. I don't really have no friends that chase girls. You know all that kind. Of, you know all that up in the butt. So I'm just playing the game. Mm-hmm. So one day my game got too scratched up. I needed a new. I needed a fix. Mm-hmm. I need another game. Hit my homeboy. Went to Wait, the pool did for you a really little bit. Say I needed a fix. For real, I was a game freak. <laughs> I'm playing the game every day. I'm a game freak. Locked in my room, listening to like music, playing the game. That's it. 
people knew where to find me at. I ain't really realized that my homeboy told me the other day he, they used to think I was spoiled because I had the video games and stuff. They mm-hmm. didn't have that. I didn't re- I didn't take that for. Mm-hmm. You know, you thinking like you don't, you might not have them, you might cry about it, but somebody around the corner don't mm-hmm. have none of that down bad. So I go to the pool. I still remember that. I go to the pool. I'm like, jump in the pool for a little bit. This is boring. Mm-hmm. Leave the pool. Go back to my house. Yeah. Change clothes. Man, walk back down there by the pool. Now you hang out with the other kids. I'm older than everybody. Mm-hmm. People don't, you know, ain't nothing going. But I'm going to go to the flea market. Dude say, I'm going to walk with you. All right. Never should have took him. I would have got away. <laughs> so I walk in, uh, switch the game. But this day, I tell him, hey, man, go around and scratch him. He go around and scratch the dude. I do my thing real fast. Boom. Camera in here. I don't care. Go to walking. So as I walk out, he said, dude, see me. But I'm walking cool. The dude who I'm with keep looking back. I'm like, bro, I just run. Because I heard, hey, 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 I ain't got time to speak to you. I know what time it is. I get up out of there. I run out. But I made a mistake. But the state helped me because I probably would have did something else. So when I run out, I'm like, hmm, I can make a right. I never heard this story, by the way. And go to Sable Pond. I can duck off. I know I could get away. Or I can go left. It been the corner because I ain't think the police were coming. Mm-hmm. So I bent low. I seen the police hit the lights. Oh, Lord, I'm in a whole high speed chase. <laughs> <laughs> so I done ran across the street. I'm going. I'm out of here now. I ran into this animal control place. I'm stuck. Everybody, like, I seen somebody look. So I jumped in the trash, like the recycle bin trash. Mm-hmm. And I hide deep down in the trash. I ain't gonna say call him name, but Officer Reynolds, cause he was cool to me. Mm-hmm. Officer Reynolds, he controlled the Michigan area. He looking in the trash. I'm looking at him, but he don't see me. So he finna leave. And he say, Y'all sure he ran around here somewhere? It's like, yeah, he said, I'm gonna check one more time. Mm-hmm. Looking up to my Hey, you, I see you. Put your hands up. <laughs> I'm still stuck in there. I see you, put your hands up. I don't have hands. I'm just playing. <laughs> I came out there talking about he seen me come my house. I had a fade for 14 years after that. I ain't play no game. <laughs> Won't catch me with no little afro again. But I was sitting in a car, a handcuff. I'm like, man, bro, these people got me. You know, I seen people laughing at me. I'm like, oh, no, this ain't even cool. Dude, I told him he went to the store with me like he ain't help. So that's one thing I learned, like, when you do stuff, I never want to do. I never did nothing with nobody else after that. But I never stole again. So, cause I just remember the embarrassment for real. I just mm-hmm. I never touched them people's stuff no more. But I remember coming back and the dude was telling me, "Your buddy told on you, man." So I was like, "Man, don't call my mama, G. Just let me ride. Just do my time. Oh, a little while back. Cause you don't want that call to your mama." He told me something. He just wanted to. He just wanted to know what it felt like to do something bad. I just knew that was like the craziest thing to say. So I just say crazy <laughs> stuff. Like, I just want to do something bad. Yeah, I did that a couple of times. I had done got up out of there. But it went a lot, but you know, you're gonna get caught one of them times. But mm-hmm. I was straight. Like I had done did it a few times. I was good, but 
My dad told me, I would have bought you the game. You wouldn't have bought me nothing. I was asking you to buy the game. That's why I ended up going to take it for myself. Then you sit there and play it with me. Come on, man. What kind of game was it? It was a game like, it was on Dreamcast. It was like a 2K game. It was like, nobody was playing 2K back then. I was the only one. So it was like a 2K, um, 2K4, something like 2K04. Something like that, a little basketball dream care game. Like it was oh, brand okay. new, came out two K O five, two K five, something like that. It was a basketball game had just came out, something. So I had to get that, I, and I was dumb. Like I ain't never do that again. But the dude told me, like somebody told on you, your homeboy told on you. And guess what? As I'm riding it back in the project, I see him walking out. <laughs> walking out of free market. No, nah, walking out the like the project. Oh. He free. I'm hot. <laughs> the bad ass joker. He done snitched on you. And walked out clean. You but I ended up going seen. through a little diversion program, getting off the charges, off my, you know, the little petty stuff. Mm-hmm. But it just was the feeling. Like, bruh. Yeah, mm-hmm. did they make you deep sit around so. this conference room and, and mm-hmm. sit around the people? Oh, boy. And I was so mad that boy. I wanted to choke him. I was so mad at him. You got sitting around talking about what you did was bad and what you gonna do to correct it, and all these people in the community they sitting around like an AA meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my name. Talk is me Sherry. to a jail. That ain't scare me. I already knew I wasn't gonna do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's I'm, just a reassurance, right? But you, when you're doing that little stuff, you don't, you ain't thinking nothing of it. Cause you know the next summer. It's just the summertime I was just getting in. The next summer, I had a package. Like, it was just like that. <laughs> like, you ain't thinking you going to go to jail. You think you too slick for jail. Like, yeah. Even like the That's year before that, like, you know, you done sold a little weed. Like, I had the sense to do it. Nobody tell me how to do this stuff. I used to know how to do it. But my profile was low key because I never blended in with everybody else. I was the one from the hood, but didn't fit the disguise. Mm. They all were doing the goals and. You know, just the stuff that had you labeled. Right. Nobody ever labeled me because of how I moved. And when I was in school, I didn't hang with them. Mm-hmm. I went to school and found my Cape Core friends, bang with them. I know I'm going to go back to the project and have to hang with these people. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't hang with some of those people when I went back home. It, I was, a, what people would say, a lame. I'm playing the game, mm-hmm. playing Sandlot. You know, with the with kids, like with the you know people my age and mm-hmm. little younger. Yeah, a lot of friends though. Y'all ain't yeah, we had good friends. Huh? Y'all, y'all most was lame then because you had some nice friends. <laughs> no, they were younger, but then you know when Mooney came around, because uh-huh. he nobody stayed out in Michigan. Mm-hmm. He did, but he stayed further. Like they had moved out towards Lehigh, so uh-huh. when he walked out there, I was like. Ever since then, it was the route. Mama couldn't keep him from the crib. Yeah. But you the know. whole summer. Yeah. Man, he was just like me. So, and you see that now, but that's why. Okay, man, Muna adapt. But he put me on to different stuff, but it was still cool. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, bro, you dress like this. You do that. So, when I went back to school, what was supposed to be my last year, mm-hmm. I was only planning to do six months and get out of there. When I turned 18, I was gone. It was just a business to me. I already knew what I wanted to do, get out of school. So, Mooney gave me a swag. So, when I went to the school, Mama gave me like $200 for school shopping. 
I broke it down and bought the cheapest stuff I could buy. Mm-hmm. I had on Birdman's. Nobody mm-hmm. had them on. I went to school for real. I'm like, they got on Birdman. But I broke it down. He just gave me a different swag. I forgot Birdman had a shoe. I had the all white ones. He just gave me, I had my, so when I stepped in the school, mm-hmm. I was a different dude. I was like, was pop. I was already popular because I've been there three years, but I was like up a notch. I had a little swag and everything from hanging out with somebody who was like me. So that whole summer, me and Moody played the game every day. Leave at, when the sun go down or something, walk to somebody's house, some girl's house or whatever, and it was cool. Mm-hmm. But years before I was doing that, I wasn't going to the girl's house. I wasn't talking to girls. Like, Moody put, like, I was talking yeah. to girls, but school wise, but Mooney put the, mm-hmm. like, bro, I got my homegirl, you know, just <laughs> so it, it made sense. Mm-hmm. Now I'm learning how to finesse. But before that, didn't know none of that. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Didn't know that. Hanging around my daddy and all that kind of stuff. He didn't teach me that. So, you know, just give y'all a little breakdown. <laughs> I had gave you a talk, the talk. No, that was jail, but I'm saying. I didn't have the man talk. Yeah, but I know somebody had to give you the talk. No, you did. I'm gonna say that I'm gonna sit here and say I ain't gonna say that she didn't. She told me uh, actually tried to push me to a lot of things. You know how you be thinking about that sometimes? Like you ever think about you can't like I sit might sit here and say, I don't think nobody ever told me that. But then I that's a lie, cause my mama tried it. Same stuff I'm doing now. She tried to, man, why don't you go ahead and do this and get out of school? Like, go get your GED, get out of school, boom. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing that. Cause I want to go to school. You want to go and be around friends just to hang out and be cool, but you failing. Right. Everybody else passing, and she be saying that like they passing, you failing. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't want to go to school. Don't hang even out. Let him get no job because he ain't having grades up. Right. He could never get a job. I walked into a, a job, place, had a got, job. Nope. He got one job because his daddy told him he could get it, but I didn't want him to get no job. Yep. I said school is your job. Right. But he hated school. I hated school. Like, let me do something else. And then, I honest, being honest with you, I wanted to move. I didn't want to stay in Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. Like, when I hit a certain, I thought that I would do better outside of here. I wanted to go, like, stay with, I wanted to go with my granddad at one point just to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Then my mama tried to threaten to send me that I ain't want to go. Ain't that crazy? It's so backwards. Right. <laughs> right. I just wanted to get out of here, but then I was thinking, like, I got brothers, sisters, like, I, you know what I'm saying? You leave them in this. Well, you put your mind to do stuff you could do you could be yeah. you could succeed anywhere definitely it doesn't matter. i didn't feel like i could that's the problem yeah, i should have known that's that. the lie that we yeah. tell ourselves but you could i didn't feel like i could the environment all of that what was going on i didn't have nobody around me that was trying to go anywhere mm-hmm. so it was just you stuck same day well, every, you, you know had, you had encouragement to try to get you there but it wasn't even enough it's up for you to um to take it right, that's it. That's what I'm saying. I had it though. I just ain't take like it was whatever. Yeah, I was encouraging. Yeah, I was going to like little classes trying to do certain stuff, and I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I was like, forget it. Well, you have. I'm a rap, right, and right I became here, a real good rapper. You have successful people come right, right, you know, right out of Fort Myers, you know, with, and it's from the same environment. And, and you have said that then too, and yeah. I ain't. Because I'm looking at what I see every day. Yeah. He Negroes ain't go. I was used to, I was 10 looking at people on the corner 
When I turned 17, it was the same people on the corner. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> these same dudes sit up here still doing the same thing. Yeah, that's how it is. I know what they finna do when the police hit the block. They're going to hit the wall. Right. Like, they're going to jump over the wall and run the same pond. Like, I've been watching this since I was 10. Yeah. I moved away and came back, and the same dudes was on the same corner. Yeah. That was so crazy to me. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, we getting out to it. I know y'all, you know. So, last topic I really wanted to um to discuss was um, do kids owe their parents? Me and you had a conversation about this the other day, mm-hmm. and I was see on the last episode, mm-hmm. I was saying it was something about finding that balance mm-hmm. because. You would assume, like, I think in the past, I used to assume that things were a problem and they weren't a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, just being up front. She, you know, mm-hmm. I have a problem. Like, I used to have a problem with just saying, no, nah, bro, you know. Because right. uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I would just think it would be funny, the backlash. Mm-hmm. So, with the, um, with, like, the class, because I know, like, my past situation, it was the run-ins. Like the run-ins you would have with the other person, being on some like some parents feel like the partner can be like invasive or could change the person for the worse, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, but then like let's say this 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 um child grow up get this money. You don't take care of this child to get mm-hmm. all this money, mm-hmm. and they get married or whatever. Right. Now. That that person is like, well, do you feel like right when this person get this money, like you entitled to something? Because I had a cousin wrote a book. Said his mama asked him for a million dollars. He wrote a book. Said, <laughs> wow, but yeah, he wrote a book. It said Philip in the book said his mama asked him for a million dollars. Say that she used to see him and and they see each other like you know I give me a million dollars. Like you, owe me, mm. like I need a million dollars. So, for real, be no, dead serious I, I about it. I, I, me personally, I don't think my kids owe me nothing. If they get up and 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 do something for themselves, it'll be nice for them to do something for me. But I don't think they, I don't feel like they owe me nothing. No matter what, if they get a good job, I don't feel like they owe me nothing. <laughs> I'm just happy that they're doing something for themselves. You know, but as a as a you know, and if they're going to do anything for me, it should be a hand up, not a hand out. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, if, I, if, like if I'm not already rich myself <laughs> or well established, which I plan on being, I would, that's what I would, you know, like, you know, if mm-hmm. they want to do that. But right. I'm not going to call them and say, you owe me this. I did this for you. No, you didn't ask to be here. I brought you in this world, so I right. took care of you. But, um. No, it would be nice to get a million dollars from you, though, Sherrick. You got it? You'll know if I had a million dollars. <laughs> My toenails would be gold. No. I'm I, just I playing. Don't think, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that. I th- but that's the. But see, and that messes a lot of athletes up because the the whole, I would say the spectrum of it. Is that correct word? Yeah. Look at me. I'm lying I'm lying. <laughs> The whole spectrum of it is get rich. Get the money, take care of your parents. 
I right. feel like that's how it's supposed to be. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like you owe your parents to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you owe them every time they want it. Right. But if your parents are in need of something, then it's your job as their child to take care of them because they took care of you, right. whether it been for 15 years or 25 years. I just feel like to an ex- a certain extent, you owe your, your parents, it's, at least your mother. Because just as a woman like when it comes to having kids we go through so much mm-hmm. even during the pregnancy and raising them because you might have some single parents or single moms that have raised their kids up to be successful people so a genuine person would look back and say wow my mom sacrificed a lot and i need to do this for her because you do have some mothers that do sacrifice things and just like in your case even though you had Sherrick young, mm-hmm. it was still some things in life that you had to sacrifice to make sure your four kids was Yeah, my good. whole life. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so your life changes. My whole life. Yeah. Because yeah. your life changed when you have kids. Yeah, you could have went off and, and you know, I could have went off and did anything I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And le- and left How it felt seeing other people do it that you grew up with? Go off and do? Yeah. Uh, I was, to me, um, the way I used to see it on the I this is the life that I chose. Right. Um seeing, I never seen you were like seeing saying anything different, but no, seeing um you know, other people live their dream, that was good because I, I feel like all of us entitled to the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just that they made their choice, I made mine. Mm-hmm. So that's the way and the same thing they could do, I could do it too. Yeah, and that's good. At least you don't look on it and regret some things. Because you do have some people that could have been in your same situation and regretted it and said, oh, I had these kids so young. It's so much stuff I want to do. Yeah, it's 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 hard though when you're young. It's got advantages and disadvantages mm-hmm. because, um, you know, I didn't have the finances. That was my main, that was my main regret. Mm-hmm. Having kids with no finances and, and that was very depressing over the years. Right. You couldn't really do what you want to do, you felt like, I always felt like I was cheating them because I brought them in this world and mm-hmm. I couldn't, a lot of things I couldn't give them the way that I want to or the lifestyle. It's certain lifestyle that I couldn't give them that mm-hmm. I wanted them to have. So that was really my hardest point. Right. That was my hardest point. I never really think it was that, like, when I was growing up, I didn't see it as being that bad though because, like, Maybe I remember when we moved to Harbor East, like, I, I don't know, like, certain kids used to, like me because I had shoes and I had stuff that like the brand new Dion's come out. I had them. Yeah. I had things like that. And they used to look at me like, your mama driving a nice car. Like, maybe because they were looking at their life. But yeah, I remember saying like, y'all want to like me because of my shoes. You understand now by right. you being, you know, a parent right. now, you understand, you know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that was good you seen it like that because you could have been depressed and said, dang, why are we ain't in a, in a mansion? Right. <laughs> I ain't going to lie, it's the one to be in a mansion because it's bad to the point where you go to school with kids and you want to live like them. Yeah. Like it was just a whole bad thing coming from the hood. You used to mm-hmm. say, I want to live like the white kids. Cause you always right. just thought their life was better. Right. No white kid crazy, man. <laughs> yes. They sitting around with mom low key on dope or alcohol. You don't know it. Cause know. you just, they go to school. You think they just got the best life cause they were white. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even like that. Right. Like, yeah. I don't even know, but like, but you know, I, how, you know, one, one like quick last thing. Cause I know y'all tired before we get out of here. <laughs> I see pictures of you growing up with like your cousins and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember growing up with my cousin. That's that's going away. Yeah. You remember but, that? But like I seen a picture. It was you, Pip, not Pip, but maybe uh, Lil John, Michelle, uh, Pip, um, Pam, Vel- Yandy. Um, Valinda, Yandy, Michelle, Michelle. And I was oh, like, Lynn, Lynn. Lynn. Johnny was in the picture too. Yeah. And I'm no. like, I remember the feeling Johnny of just having your cousins just there. That was my, that was my cousin. We was like sister and brother. Right. Girl. And I, like I, you know, over the time, you know, people grow apart and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't really think they grow apart. But I honestly be feeling like the love be still there because yeah. they like you can. Feel, I know when people like when I be up on people, I know when it's fake and I know when it's real. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But I just like over the time, every people go to here, go to there, go to yeah. everywhere, and yeah. then they don't come back. But I, right. I always think you just needed that in your memory box because I know you can sit here and just reminisce about when you had a cut, you know, when you were hanging with your cousin. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up around a lot of my cousins, like, yeah, we were too. in the dirt together, but <laughs> now kids don't be with their cousins like that. Yeah, they and really I don't. I was trying to keep that with my family, I did. I think people just too separate now, yeah. Everybody's yeah. over here. Like Everybody we got cousins. Everybody yeah. have their own lives. Because yeah. even sometimes I look back on it, and a lot of like I was pretty much the only girl with my cousins that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I look back on old pictures, and they'll like post them on Facebook as a memory or something. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe. But like there are <laughs> I have that are here, and I kind of want that, and I try to do events and have things or whatever for yeah. all of us to come together and, you know, just be around each other. Yeah. But then you have, I have some that's like them moved out of the city or out of the state. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to reach them, but you really don't have cousins that grow up with each other. It's like, they don't really know their cousins until they come around and be like, this your cousin, go play with them. So, I know, right? That's crazy. That is you don't really, have that really nowadays. No, that has, I think, Listeners, I would like for you know to make a recommendation because even we done had a baby recently, and mm-hmm. you done had a cousin have a baby, and we got other cousins, the twin size. They come over by they said they don't brain them, right? You know. Then we got another cousin that got a like a ten, eleven year old, but he come over here and bang with the twins the whole time, and that's pretty cool. But yeah. Yeah. more events, more more things to come together just to have that family memory because. It's bad when you grow up and don't know who your people are. Right. I agree. That's so bad. Like, you guys used to be in the dirt together every day. Like, I remember getting on 82 before I knew what 82 was and going to Mockley, knowing I was going to see my Mockley cousins (laughs) every week and hang with them and hate when the sun go down because you know you're going home all day, running around, you know, playing football and stuff, be dirty, stink, whatever, but... Then with your cousins, it just was that feeling mm-hmm. yeah. that y'all used to be together. So I, I remember bring that back that when reunion. my parents moved, when we moved, first moved out of Markley, it was bad. Yeah, I think everybody started moving away. Because even when I grew up, all, like, me and my cousins pretty much grew up in the same house. Yeah, it was like, bad. Because when we moved, if we come down here and visit, mm-hmm. everybody would be crying. <laughs> yeah, I would be crying. My cousins would be crying because we didn't want to leave each other. Yeah. <laughs> We was just that close, and it was it was awful. But then they used to come stay with us for the summer sometimes. But yeah. we was really close, and that 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 family stuff, you know, it it's kind of going away because I don't right. know what it is, but people are not as close as they. I think in in my family, it was mainly my grandma passing, 
Because my grandma was like the main house everybody went to. Like, my grandma was like the glue to our family. So, growing up, like my my mom and my aunts or whatever, they used to drop me and my cousins off at my grandma's house and we'd be over there all day for about three, four days until my grandma on the phone calling, y'all better come catch (laughs) y'all kids. That's kind of what happened to my family too. Like, my Mm -hmm. aunt died and she... My my grandma died really young, right? So my aunt, she was um the house where everybody mm. gathered at. Everybody, we always went to her house for everything. I always tell Angel that's kind of like the like the same with her because yeah. her mom always remind me of our auntie. Yeah, and they died like in the same month. For real, for Whoa, real. the same year too. Yeah. Nah, oh, couldn't she, have been the same. Her year. mom died in two two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. When yeah. we left, when we left that summer, oh, my mama ended up passing because they were staying behind us. In November? Yeah, mm-hmm. in November. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, but I always tell her that because I know her mom was like the life of the party. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. But then, but then mm-hmm. you know, Auntie, Auntie Anna Gray, I was a kid and I remember that and how things, I felt it shifted. Mm-hmm. But then like one auntie became like, it just shifted to her, I think. Auntie mm-hmm. Harry, am I wrong? Because we started going to her house after that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we used to go to her house before that, but I just can't ever remember us not going to Immokalee and go to Anna Gray's house. It was and I still Anna. remember her house. I still remember how it was formatting and everything yeah. when I was a kid. Like, I still remember the <laughs> back rooms, like the backyard. one on this side, the one over here, the backyard. Yeah, we all, my cool. cousin, my cousin Michelle, her mom, mm-hmm. uh, Pam, their mom. But yeah, they, I mean, that was the house. And when she passed, I just remember. I remember the funeral, everything, yeah. being a kid. It yeah. was crazy. Like, yeah. I was. Probably like five months, six, mm-hmm. but it was live. Mm-hmm. So when things, I think that's what it is. Nobody mm-hmm. has that. Well, your family had that house. Yeah, they, they go to do. they go to but her auntie mean, Jackie house. Yeah, but even now they they've kind of outgrew that house. Like you right. have when we have events and stuff. My aunt house was the main house that everybody go to. Mm-hmm. They link up at the house and go. Mm-hmm. But now I think it's like. The generation done changed. Mm-hmm. So even though she has her house, we will come like if she have an event and it starts at like seven, mm-hmm. the younger crowd, like my generation, we won't really get there to about ten, nine, yeah, thirty, not. ten o'clock. Yeah. But then everybody been went home or whatever for that. But then they may even come in and get a plate of food or something mm-hmm. just to hang out with a few people there and then they going on about their business. Yeah. Right. So it's not like how it used to be. Right. Like you said, we used to sit over my grandma's house, like I said, all day long. No matter what the event like was. Like, we get there. Everybody get there, but you always have this one auntie and uncle <laughs> that always going to be late. They ain't came yet. We had fights, was, too. They know it's too early for them. They and then they come and start hours. stuff. <laughs> we had the fights, too. Yes. All the kids go out in one room, skin milk getting blistered out here. Yeah, Sneaking and smoking weed in the backyard. Yeah, Old school music come out. Everybody out there dancing. Yeah, you got to right. That's why I say nobody do it like us, but then it's just the not understanding ourselves because it's a lot of stuff that we don't understand. Like I had anxiety. My mom was like, "What?" Like I'm in the hospital tripping at 17. Moon is like, bro, what's wrong with you? You good? We got to go to this thing tomorrow night with the girls. I'm up there tripping. Just had a panic attack the night before. Mama tried to make me stay home. Man, it's the life. But yeah, it's things like that we don't understand. I think that draws family away. Mm-hmm. Stuff happen. 
people right. go to prison, come home. Right, right. Instead of building up, we just find it's just a lot of stuff come and we just break it break down. Apart. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That goes back to the, even the family union. I think somebody got to step up and make yeah. it happen. Because it's needed. Yeah, it is. I agree. Road trips, summertime. Yeah. All that is needed. I agree. Yeah, so, that is. Yeah, so we about to, I could, we could really do this all day. So we got to have a part two, yeah. a part three, four, five, whatever. Yeah. And I think my mama enjoyed this. I yeah, let yeah, her I'll say. Live the next time, y'all. Man, it's really <laughs> late right now. She yeah, hanging out. Weekend. I seen her yawn like 17 <laughs> times. I'm sorry. Yeah, she good though. It was good. I enjoyed it. You gave it that wine, so it kind of broke her down. That's it was, why, you know what? A wine, wine ain't nothing but a nightcap for me. I drank wine when you were ready for it. That's it. It winded me down. It winded you down. Right. You unwind with the wine. Right. Right. Oh, my gosh. But next time I have me some Hennessy. Mm-hmm. And we about to um, close it out, Angel. Any close out? Anything? Oh, yeah. for an update. For, you know, our fans, a while ago, Sherry mentioned he was, you know, going to get back into his GED thing or whatever. So he does have a schedule (laughs) that he's going to take it on Monday. So, so we're, you know, I'm excited about that just for, you know, the support for him. Yeah. So he's, he's going to take it and we've been studying and helping him or everything to get him to pass. So once he passed, you know, we're going to have a big party. Yay. Woo. Yeah, we're going to turn it. up. You Thank you, Mom. It. You can do it. I'm, I'm going to get it. Yes, you can do it. Mm. So he having one. He taking his test Monday, and then this weekend we're going to have, you know, a little game night slash celebration for him. Because I'm, I'm not even going into the mindset of if he passed. I'm actually yes, going into yes. the mindset of when he passed, yeah. which is why we already planning this party. Mm-hmm. So not to put too much pressure on him. <laughs> he can do it. No pressure. Yeah, I'm going to pass it. I mean, the other night we was doing a little math and Andrew was sitting there like, you so, you so, um, like I had just got final, final or something. Because <laughs> she seen that I was intelligent. I was breaking down the algebra. <laughs> This is X, X is 2, 2, Y, Z, hut, hut, plus, and <laughs> negative. Stop. For real. I was, sitting, I was sitting up there like, I was sitting up there like your, um, the parents on Christmas when they lie and tell you they didn't get you your favorite gift, but then they really got it, and they looking at you open it <laughs> with that proud face. Exactly what it was, for real. Oh my God. I was like, I didn't tell you this problem, but he got it. That's good. So we doing that, locking that in. So look for more guests because we just got a third mic. Yes. So we'll be dropping more guests. Angel going to have her little girl's time, too, that she's going to be opening up. We're actually getting new graphics made. We're going to move on to video in the future, like we said. So this is Keep It Taylor Podcast, Episode 6, hanging with Mama Who, Doja. Felicia. Mama Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> got to call her by her first name. She's so young. Like, <laughs> back in the old school. We ain't got no Miss Turner in here. Fall back. Gone, Felicia. Mario told me to tell you, hey, too, Ma. Hey. Brother Mario. But keep it, Taylor. Podcast episode <laughs> six. You go freestyle. Six. Cut it out. Angel, you go freestyle it out. I ain't freestyling. Mm.
Mm, 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 mm. You don't know how to. Say it. <laughs> I would drop a line or two, but my my line's too old. My <laughs> words don't come off the top of my head quick enough like that. What? Hit that stop button. 